Lauren and I'm Christina and this is our podcast Let's Shoot a Fat. We talk about international student experiences, navigating the challenges of young adult life and other fun topics like favorite movies, books or songs. Thanks for tuning in and let's get into today's episode. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren's tired. I'm surprisingly not but I would blame it on the weather. Right. Mm-hmm. The weather and also I'm just sitting in a very comfortable position. <laughs> I just want to fall asleep. Because it's raining outside after a long time, right? Probably. I mean, it rained last weekend. Really? <laughs> a little bit. Huh. But yeah, we I had like remember. all of February we had no rain, basically. Yeah. So, so I guess it's time. <laughs> I don't want it. Yes on saturday let's start with saturday we we were supposed to go to a football game for, right for, that was the plan yeah for a school assignment because we have to write a newspaper and uh, we haven't started we need yet. news stories <laughs> and not just like reports on things but he wants proper news stories we've started now yes yes but that was our first attempt we wanted to report on the result of that football match yeah. basically but it ended up being really expensive. Yeah, we didn't realize it's like a good league. Yeah. <laughs> didn't realize I mean, we knew that. Were. We just didn't like think of the prices, yeah. I guess. So then we just, I don't know, we just said, we just gave up. And then, <laughs> <laughs> did you have plans with your dad already or did it like come up? No, because I was like, well, I was he was going to come to the football. Mm-hmm. So he was like, do you want to do something? And I was like, well the football is probably not gonna work and he was like well do you guys just want to like come um, get bagels oh which was really nice because i've wanted bagels for a long time i saw an ad and it was a good ad apparently i feel like we said it somewhere but yeah. i can't remember if it was here i don't know <laughs> so we got bagels so thank you lauren's dad I'm sure <laughs> Shout you're, <out>. you're listening <laughs> <laughs> and it was really nice because I met Lauren Dad for the first time. Mm-hmm. He's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I sometimes I had a hard time with catching all the sarcasms. <laughs> but my dad and my sister they do it a lot. So I was like, why why do Well I when get you it? know people I feel like it's easier because like there's small things from where from like which you can tell that mm-hmm. like like my dad his like nose gets a little bit bigger, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. it's a detail but that's how oh. i've always been able to tell so if you know now he knows you know. a secret <laughs> now everybody knows <laughs> but um i feel like if you know people you just like have these little things so you catch on more easily that's true because i would always forget oh ian's sarcastic and i'm like <laughs> and then he would say something i would be confused for a few seconds and then i would remember and i would be like oh i forgot for a second there but it was a really nice evening and then we went to uh grab cocktails yes which is all <laughs> sorry <laughs> which right. was also really delicious mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, both of those places were really nice, so I really enjoyed that. So that was amazing. It was a nice evening. And on Sunday, <coughs> <laughs> wait, let me just cough. Um, am I good? <laughs> I don't know. Yes, I think we can continue. <laughs> on Sunday, um, what did we do? Well, on Sunday, it yeah. all started off. Really? Which just tell me. <laughs> I can't remember. Well, you know, a nice relaxed day with like one plan in the middle to go to a park and read there. And that was mm-hmm. it. And then it escalated. And all of a sudden we had three plans in one day. Mm-hmm. But basically, yeah, because what was the first plan that came up? Was it the dinner? Yeah. Our, a couple of our classmates wanted to go to this one Mexican restaurant, Tierra. I'm really trying to catch on. <laughs> Sorry. Well, if you can't catch on, nobody else is catching on. No, so okay. that plan came up. So then we had the park and the dinner. And then also we heard about this protest against the war in, in Ukraine. And we figured we wanted to go there. Well, number one, like just to be there and to yeah. support and to 
yeah take part but then also we figured since we weren't able to get the new story on the football match maybe we'd be able to interview a couple of people there mm -hmm. and that we could turn this into a new story for our school project and write an article about this because obviously it's a big topic at the mm -hmm. moment and so yeah and it would be something interesting to write about so all of a sudden we had these three plans and it was <laughs> a lot but day. it was a lot of fun yeah. so yeah first we went into we went to madrid we went to the protest mm -hmm. then afterwards we met actually we met estella mm -hmm. because she messaged me because on instagram she saw that i'm in madrid in the center and she messaged me oh i'm just walking around where are you and so we met with her and she uh she then joined us to go to the park mm -hmm. so we did it in a picnic way again so we bought a bunch of food for the picnic went to the park <laughs> a funny thing that happened was that it like i it was i don't i think you saw it on tiktok or something mm -hmm. right but then i was like i had it on my google maps and stuff and blah 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 and it said there's supposed to be a lake blah 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 oh my god <laughs> so we went there and we were trying to find it and it was literally just a small pond that we walked by even before and then we have to come back yeah. to it it was barely i mean it was not a lake <laughs> barely any water in it probably but, but it was nice it was the a park really itself nice park. was really nice we took a bunch of pictures yeah the main really nice. the main reason why we went was because the almond trees were mm -hmm. blooming mm -hmm. or blossoming we don't know <laughs> um and so the whole park was just pink basically mm -hmm. or like the fields where there were all the almond trees and it was beautiful so mm -hmm. yeah we took a lot of pictures and it was just because those trees make me so happy me too they're all over madrid for some reason mm -hmm. right it's yeah kind of surprising because like almond trees why <laughs> it's super random but and at the moment they're all blossoming and it's beautiful mm -hmm. so that park was beautiful yeah and then we had the plants because our classmate had a birthday on sunday but initially it wasn't a birthday celebration though no they just <laughs> wanted to go to the restaurant he was like let's turn it into <laughs> Yeah, so we My went birthday, there, but yeah. unfortunately, when we got there, we weren't hungry anymore. Yeah. And we even <laughs> kind of forced <laughs> our classmates to come early. <laughs> um, Sorry they, to everybody. <laughs> yes. Because they wanted to, I think, meet at um, at a train station just to go there at like 8.30, I yeah. think. So they would get there and not at 9, I think, and then before we would start eating yeah. blah, blah 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 it would take too long and where are you central europeans so <laughs> we don't do that <laughs> no um and then we weren't even hungry also we went to the wrong restaurant oh, because God. there are two close to seoul and we went obviously to the wrong one we messaged them we were like we're here like we'll just sit inside we'll get a table and then they were like where are you guys <laughs> they were like we were we are here and i was like where no, are you <laughs> yeah we were in the wrong one but it was fine it took us it like was still super five close. minutes yeah. to get there but we weren't hungry anymore i got a coke though best <laughs> coke of my life it was i was i don't know i was craving it so much the entire walk the entire walk from the park to back to seoul and the, in the metro it was all i could think about and when i finally got it <laughs> i lied on my way but that's similar. I think it happened to us too when we went home. We were really thirsty, right? Both of us. Yeah. And we finished both our water that we had with us. And I remember that it already happened to us the first semester. I can't remember when. It happens to us pretty often. <laughs> you know what I think about it? It happens a lot. <laughs> we're thirsty a lot. Um, I don't know why I mentioned it. Just an <laughs> interesting fact. <laughs> yeah but then the first oh, of water when you get back yeah <laughs> that's because of that because then <laughs> the water tastes amazing yeah. so that was probably the same yeah. with coke but it was it was very nice we just we still went we just sat there <laughs> while yeah. they were eating their dinner we took pictures with mm -hmm. all our classmates it was fun but we were also we were really tired yeah again <laughs> because we walked a lot we were in a standing position for a long time yeah on the demonstration so we were really tired but yeah. it was a good day when i got home i was like i'm exhausted but it was a solid it was a good yeah, day. yeah yeah it was a full day and then on monday we had to wake up we had to set an, an alarm clock because we had to hand in an assignment which we thought we would do on sunday but <laughs> in the morning or like the first part of the day but i 
they didn't manage time very well and I read I was like yes I'm gonna read I'm gonna go for a run I'm gonna make breakfast all of that write the assignment and, and then I remembered oh but we're supposed to meet at 11 30 at the train station and somehow it didn't work out <laughs> I don't know I think I made pancakes so maybe maybe that that's <laughs> a lot of time too i went for a run oh no i didn't you make pickings, did a but lot of things yeah i did a lot of things oh i washed my hair also mm. that took a lot of time yeah with my Blood very drying. long hair yeah i did part of it on sunday but then we just had like two more paragraphs to write on monday so we yeah. did that. i already wrote a page it's not like we no, would no, do no. it from scratch no no not at all <laughs> but we had to finish it and we had to hand it in at 10 a.m. right we handed it in at like freaking 958 it was so stressful stressful. because i thought we well the assignment was called the digital divide right Mm -hmm. and we were supposed to just write about that we had certain guidelines article style newspaper article style yeah and i thought i would just find some graphs or graphics pictures on the internet but then i couldn't somehow like source it because in the google document you can title a picture Right, I think mm-hmm. it just doesn't have the function, or you can um, download some uh, what is it called extension, but our email accounts from school don't allow it. Something like that. I don't know. So you just can't do that because in Microsoft Word you can do it, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. So then I couldn't use the picture because I wanted it to be like part of the text, not just in between, so it, it wouldn't interrupt the text and blah 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 blah. So I had to create our own graphs, <laughs> which took, I mean, it didn't take a lot of time, but it took time. Like we yeah, had yeah. more time than an ha- hour and a half in the morning to finish it. <laughs> so I quickly created some graphics and we made it two minutes before mm-hmm. the deadline, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were chatting through um, WhatsApp and she was like, stop editing, just hand it in. <laughs> <laughs> i saw you like your mouse is still moving and i'm like no let me export it <laughs> yes oh because did you or i handed it? you yeah, yeah 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 but i was worried that i would like export it like <laughs> yeah. right when you would change something and then it would be messed up <laughs> i was like no no i was just somehow looking through it yeah. through, but i didn't do anything so it was funny it was stressful but we made it and then i don't think anything special happened on monday <laughs> nah we're stressed about that and on Tuesday, we repeated our, hopefully it will be a tradition where we probably mentioned it, right? We want on, at least once a week, we want to go on campus oh. if it's sunny and to eat lunch there, maybe do some work. We didn't do any work <laughs> this week. Because we didn't have a lot to do. Exactly. So we just read. Also, the sun, it was like the type of sun where you just want to sleep yeah right <laughs> i was i could have fallen asleep any second but it was nice it was nice since we didn't have to be productive we could just enjoy it mm-hmm. and we read quite a bit i slept a little bit yeah so it was nice yeah and in the evening after school we met with estella again which mm-hmm. was nice we went to grab a drink tinto de verano of course <laughs> yes and then because we were so hungry <laughs> We went to our new favorite pastry shop, mm-hmm. which is amazing. So good. They give so you like cheap. a freaking three for one deal. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But if you get three things, it's cheaper, which perfect. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we took that was our dessert, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. I just, I think people already know, but we love pastries <laughs> so much by now. Yeah. yeah. Because, oh, we probably didn't mention that, but they took down the churros truck right that right. we had in front of our school which is sad. and that was gonna be a new tradition where mm-hmm. we go every friday mm-hmm. but now we have to go get pastries every <laughs> friday because <laughs> now it's gone you know yeah and that's the logical next step yeah i was really sad about the yeah it literally happened <laughs> <laughs> yelling at it literally happened the week when we decided that this would be our <laughs> like the week we decided oh this is gonna be our new tradition Mm -hmm. it vanished yeah it's really sad about that (laughs) it'll be back next december yeah so we have to take advantage of that next year yeah and oh i also want to mention the film that we watched in this reporting class the spotlight oh 
it's an amazing movie Mm -hmm. like all for the people who don't know it's about yeah do you want to explain it (laughs) i think you'll do a better job i'm not sure i was like so interested i was like how is she (laughs) it's about the boston globe Mm -hmm. they have a department that's called spotlight it's a group of a couple of journalists very small and basically they're set up to work on investigatory like stories for for longer periods of time so they Mm -hmm. don't have to like put out news every single day Mm -hmm. but they they're given the resources and the time to work on these and to investigate these stories and they were investigating a story where i think at the beginning was one priest Mm -hmm. they knew about one priest who molested a couple of young boys Mm -hmm. and so they started investigating that and then they just found out that it was basically a whole network of priests Mm -hmm. that had done this it was hundreds i don't know of children Mm mm-hmm who were connected to these priests, and that it was basically a whole thing where the Catholic Church knew about it, Catholic Church Church was covering it up, Mm -hmm. and that it was, like, much bigger of a story than they ever expected. Mm -hmm. Which also was, um, how do you say, like, because it happened in real life. Oh, yeah, it was a real-life story. I don't know how to say it. (laughs) It actually happened, and it was based on an article that was actually written. Yeah, Yeah. based on true story. Like, the article's out there. You can go read it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was just a story following up to the Also, the actors was, were really good. Yeah. You know, the one who played Resenda, something like that, the name, the one that actually wrote it. And, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He That's played true. it really well. And the movie was just so interesting because mm-hmm. we were supposed to take notes on it because now we have an assignment on it. And this week, I just forgot to take notes yeah, because it was so captivating yeah. and so interesting. I was so into it. I wanted to know if the if they actually put the article mm-hmm. out, if it's a success and stuff. So it was a really good movie and I just recommend it to everyone because yeah. it is really, really, really interesting and good. So we enjoyed that. And on Wednesday, which was yesterday, we just had a Pilates class and that's mm, it for the week not much more yeah right and now we're here now we're here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so for today's episode we made the decision to do something different we had something different planned but because it's just been very prominent in our lives these past couple of days, we decided that we would talk about the Ukraine war that's currently going on. Just because we talked about it a lot, the two of us, mm-hmm. like every day, mm-hmm. we've had conversations with many others in our class, many other of our friends, and also it has come up a lot in class. So we figured yes. we'd also talk about it here for a little bit, just because it is, you know, it's something big that's happening right now, mm-hmm. and it's impacting us. And, of course, we don't have any special knowledge on this. We're just average citizens. We're not studying this or anything. So it's just our experience. And also, we realize that we're at this moment in a very privileged position where it's not impacting us directly in any way, at least for now. So that just as a short disclaimer. Yes. So (laughs) (sighs) it started on Thursday last week, right? Mm -hmm. Which also was kind of how would i say this like i would say maybe interesting to see because a couple of days that were leading up to it i just know people started kind of talking about it you know because mm-hmm. um oh i i know actually i remember because i think the u.s media i'm not sure were saying that the russia uh, will attack on wednesday yeah and there were a couple i think at least two or three dates where they said oh the russia is gonna attack on this day this day this day and at that time i just i don't think i actually like believed Mm -mm. that it's gonna happen you know because in this like modern times i would just wouldn't i can't believe that it is happening and i wouldn't believe that it could happen again you know because we we learned about that in high school about so many wars about even our czech history because we have a also kind of history full of trying to be independent and occupations and stuff Mm -hmm. blah 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 so for me it was just something so surreal that can happen and then on thursday i i don't know how because i have this app that has these 
short and quick news you can all like open the news and then click on a certain article and read a longer thing or like the whole article but it gives you like these shorts short news where it just says the i guess main sentence and i didn't get a notification or i didn't notice i don't know that the war has started or i mean at that time it wasn't called war maybe it was that just, they just invaded exactly yeah and then I went to school and I don't even think we talked about that that much on Thursday, you know? No, I really, I can't remember, like, I can't remember how I learned about it. And I don't think, I don't, because I feel like we hadn't quite realized, like, what was actually happening. Because Russia had been at the border for a while at that mm -hmm. point. They'd had their troops there for a while. They kept saying they weren't going to invade. Mm -hmm. But it was just kind of this thing that was always happening, like was always present so then when the first troops did actually cross the border i don't think any of us quite realized that like this was the beginning of a war mm -hmm. you know it was just one other thing that russia was doing to yeah. intimidate the ukraine but i don't think we actually maybe realized that it was no that was the war happening exactly and then then was the weekend yeah was i think when it really started hitting us was friday slash saturday mm -hmm oh true because yeah. i remember that we woke up and we were messaging each other because like i said i have the app and then i think i also because you have the option to choose like what topics you want to get news about mm -hmm. and then i of course i chose the war or the ukraine russian conflict and so now i get these notifications like a lot and i read through them in the morning and i just i remember oh i remember i was literally crying because mm -hmm. like i said i couldn't believe it's happening yeah. and also, because for us, we're the generation where, fortunately, at least in our countries, there weren't any yeah. conflicts um, during the time that we've been living. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's so new to us because we haven't experienced it. And I just didn't know how to feel. And I remember just being scared and also like so sad about Ukraine and the people and how they must feel, yeah. you know? That, like if i'm scared they have to be terrified yeah no i can imagine yeah we were messaging messaging and we were like because i was trying to get work done mm -hmm. or i was like stuff to do but somehow all i could think about was the war and then we were also like on the one hand we can't do anything but on the other mm -hmm. hand we're still stressed about it and also it, it feels wrong to like do like fun things mm -hmm. so to say because this is happening oh that's true we yeah. talked about that a lot we talked Saturday. about that as well it's like on the one hand you can't do anything so like why would you just sit around and like but on the other hand it seems weird to just continue mm -hmm. on living your lives and also like as you said it does seem kind of unimaginable for us because i feel like we never we've never experienced war this close to our homes Obviously, there's always wars going on and we're aware of them, but it's never been so close mm -hmm. to where we actually live. So it does seem like this abstract idea that's now just happening. Mm -hmm. And yeah, also, I feel like because it's just kind of history repeating itself. Yeah, for sure. Makes it even more frustrating because it's like we've done this, you know? Yeah, we've been. It resulted this. in nothing good. So why are we doing this mm -hmm. again? Yeah, for me, it's just, I think for. A young person, educated person, or person studying, <laughs> educating mm -hmm. herself. It just seems so weird that people would prefer violence against mm -hmm. some different approach or different agreements or something like that. And for me, it's just really just unimaginable. But I was thinking about it and I came to the conclusion that like Russia or like the president, they already they have been through wars or like conflicts you know so for them it's probably normal you know yeah yeah i don't know especially i feel like there's always like wars happening in terms of just like not wars with military but you mm -hmm. know like yeah, there's yeah. the countries are always trying to like manipulate the other one mm -hmm. or like with with power with like threats and stuff like that so that's always been going on but then to actually have troops physically invade a country mm -hmm. just seems like that's i thought that was done you know yeah to a certain extent so yeah yeah, yeah. but then we went to get the bagels and we laughed a lot because of your dad yeah <laughs> so 
I at least for a moment I forgot about it because Friday and Saturday were really hard. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like it's just going back and forth because like I get one good news like that you can like each morning I think one Instagram account or someone he always writes good morning um something like Zelensky is still alive it's a good day you know something like that which makes you feel hopeful or happy at least a little bit but then on the other hand I see like this amount of people People dying people having to leave their homes losing their homes exactly I think there's now it's at one million people that left Ukraine which is crazy but on the other hand it's so um like crazy to see that ukraine people that lived abroad are going back mm-hmm. to defend our country that's so brave like i i can't imagine you know yeah we were talking about this the other day with stella like if we would leave or if we would stay and we were all kind of like like you want to say you would stay but i would leave like if you have the opportunity obviously a lot of people mm-hmm. can't leave like men aged i think 18 to 60 mm-hmm. but so the fact that they even go back is really, it's great. But it's also sad that they have to do that, of yeah. course. And I can't imagine, you know, for their families mm-hmm. that they're then leaving in the other country. Exactly. Yeah. And it, what makes me happy or at least see some positives in this situation is that how world kind of like works together and gets together when it is needed. You know, especially I'm kind of... I, I'm not the person that would say, oh, I'm so proud that I'm Czech and I'm so mm-hmm. happy that I'm from the Czech Republic. But the last couple of months or years, I kind of am proud, you know, yeah. because I feel like they really like Czech people. If they want to, they really do work together. For example, when the coronavirus started, people would be um, sewing masks at home, you know, giving mm-hmm. them for free. They would like create make a bunch of Mm -hmm. masks and they would leave them on someone's uh, fence or somewhere on um like a square city square or something like that so people would just take it if they needed and the same now they just um they not created um like these charities they Mm -hmm. got together a bunch of clothes or um um stuff for babies food nutrition clothes blankets all of that and now they're sending it to uh to ukraine obviously and then also i saw a lot of people do for example uh a few i don't say influencers i don't like that word but um people that i follow on instagram they have a certain amount of followers and they wrote books and they said that they're gonna like sell these 500 books and all of the money um that they've made from them will go mm -hmm. to the ukraine exactly so i also bought one book because i don't know at least that's the least you know i can do and so it is really nice to see that people do care also the strikes all over the world Mm -hmm. it's also amazing yeah, the, at least in the response, you can see some some good. Like also the countries that are bordering on mm-hmm. it, on the Ukraine, like Poland, have been amazing. Mm-hmm. So there is that. Yeah. And so on Sunday, we also went to the demonstrations, uh, demonstration, as we mentioned before. And first, we couldn't find it. <laughs> because we had some address or street we it wasn't mm, described properly yeah they were they didn't give a lot of information on the like i don't want to say ad but like on Mm -hmm. the ad so we went to the wrong place with the same name i guess which did not make any sense because it was a really (laughs) small road Mm -hmm. but then finally we saw something on twitter of like somebody who had posted a video and we were like okay it's actually happening because at first we thought maybe it wasn't even happening Mm -hmm. maybe because like not a lot of newspapers have reported on it like there wasn't a lot of information you could find online then eventually eventually we did find it we saw police cars we were like okay this is looking good and eventually we did find it and yeah yeah we came there there was a lot of people Mm -hmm. they had these uh, what is it called the from the cardboard the signs yeah yeah they had signs flags yeah even 
drawn face on their paint, faces yeah um yeah and then we kind of like walked with them i was taking pictures in my camera because we needed it for the newspaper and you were writing down um i was taking notes, notes of what they were saying the chance everything that mm-hmm. i could anything that i could understand basically mm-hmm. but this whole experience it was emotionally so draining yeah because we walk with them and they then they stopped before this i don't know what the building was but mm. it was just some square there yeah i don't know um and then uh people had speeches they also they sang their national anthem mm-hmm. which ugh, i was crying at that time mm-hmm. <laughs> because they was just you know you could see the pride that they had but also the sadness mm-hmm, the sadness and people also were crying and um then they played another song you know the one with where like men sang at uh what is it called like a choral no Mm. Mm. choir choir yeah i don't remember that well uh it's fine but um it doesn't matter but that song was also said i think they did it somehow like a minute of silence but with the music okay okay yeah yeah and then also we at first we were standing behind each other but then people (laughs) moved around a lot yeah (laughs) So I lost Lauren. I was waiting for it to happen. (laughs) I was just like, no, the moment has come. But yeah. So, and also interesting fact was that they switched back and forth between Spanish and Mm. Ukrainian. Mm -hmm. And I understand a lot of Ukrainian, which Mm -hmm. obviously makes sense because it's part of Slovak um, languages or Mm -hmm. the group family of languages i don't know and it was kind of interesting and it was also like a good thing for the newspaper and then not even the newspaper but because they didn't translate it yeah then i could actually know what is going on it was even more meaningful because they spoke in the language Mm -hmm. and then we had to take a minute (laughs) to breathe and then uh estella came Mm -hmm. and we interviewed a few people yeah which was quite something. Mm-hmm. The first people we interviewed, like three groups of people. Well, the first one was a group, and they were, um, they were Ukrainian. Mm-hmm. They'd moved to Spain a couple of years ago. I think a lot of years, like twenty <laughs> years ago. And with them, you could really tell, like, what how emotional they mm-hmm. were, and that they were like actually like attached to the situation, mm-hmm. you know, and. Yeah, but they at first we were kind of worried about like approaching people, but mm-hmm. once we asked a question, they just kept talking and talking mm-hmm. and talking and they really wanted to like tell us about their experience and I think they were happy that like we wanted to know more about it. And they showed us pictures, they showed us um they gave us another journalist's number that we could talk to mm-hmm. about this and but yeah, it was you could really tell like that they were having a hard time and they were saying like on the one hand, we're so happy to be here because mm-hmm. we're safe. But at the, on the other hand, like nothing's worse than being here and mm-hmm. being so far away from mm-hmm. our family that we still have there. I think also one of them, the one that talked like the most, she mm-hmm. said that she has a brother there, I think. Yeah, I think she still has like close family there mm-hmm. as well. And she, they were like, you know, like, yes, we live here and like we've lived here for a while, but that's still our home. And mm-hmm. like we still go there a lot. We still have family there. So with them, it was very much like... Mm, they were very much emotional about the whole mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. but yeah yeah the second was the second one was some spanish yeah guy. you could really tell the difference there he mm-hmm. was there because he obviously cared about it mm-hmm. and he cares about peace in the world mm-hmm. or whatnot but you could really tell the difference that like he he was not ukrainian he had no connections to the ukrainian for, that's how i interpreted mm-hmm. the situation from the what he was saying and the way he was talking but he also had a lot of interesting viewpoints on the whole situation. And he was mm-hmm. also very invested in his own way, mm-hmm. you know. He was passionate about the cause. Yeah. And then the third one was actually the organizer of the demonstration. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, one of them. And he was also Ukrainian. Um, but he spoke Spanish to us. And it was also really interesting to hear it from 
like quote-unquote a source you know mm -hmm. a person that's really invested in that i think he also said or when he was writing down his name he's a president of some ukrainian community in spain mm -hmm. something like that yeah so it was really interesting but we were so emotionally trained after yeah. that tired I don't, yeah, I just... Like physically, mentally, mm -hmm. everything. Because exactly. we've been standing, walking for three hours. We've been hearing, like, all these, like, sad stories. So, you know, it's a mm -hmm. whole thing. But with him, it was also interesting because he was very much also so proud. Mm -hmm. Like, when he would talk about, like, the smallest, like, victories that they'd made, mm -hmm. like, in fighting against the, the Russians, you could tell he was so proud of mm -hmm. his people. And with the first group that we interviewed... Something interesting that she said was also that, you know, like, I feel like the whole world is quite surprised by how, how much more difficult it is for the Russian to, like, actually invade Ukraine. I think any, everybody thought, mm -hmm. the Russians included, that it would be yeah. easier mm -hmm. and that the Ukrainians wouldn't fight back as mm -hmm. strongly as they fought, as they've been fighting back. And she said that in 2014, like, with the whole Crimea thing, they could have just walked in but now they've had like eight years eight years yeah to yeah. prepare mm -hmm. and they've like she said like we've been waiting for this to happen mm -hmm. for eight years so it might be a surprise to like a lot of people in the world but i don't mm -hmm. think it's a surprise for yeah. the ukrainians and she said we've been preparing for eight years so like now he has it a lot harder in 2014 he could have just walked in but now mm -hmm. like we've been able to prepare so that was a quite interesting because i never thought about that mm -hmm that he was like she was like he kind of blew his chance like in 2014 yeah. so yeah because they true. are really putting up a good fight i don't i think when it started to hit me or like obviously from the beginning but then um because i realized that we're part of nato and if because like the countries around ukraine mm -hmm. are in, part of nato and once I realized what it actually means, mm -hmm. which is that if whatever country attacks a NATO country, then like all of them get involved. And basically people were saying, well, that's the World War Three. Yeah. And then scared me a lot yeah. because like I said, we don't have experience with that. And just any war sounds scary. Yeah. And then also because Czech Republic is only like literally one country away from ukraine yeah. i didn't even realize that slovenia our neighbors on yeah ukraine. borders on with ukraine and it's like oh because yeah. i saw some news like saying that um slovenia is preparing something or getting ready or doing mm. some stuff i was like oh okay so are they like preparing? are they close exactly yeah. and then i saw and they were right they are right next to them and we're next to slovenia mm -hmm. so it's really close and it was hard for me in a way that i have my family there but mm -hmm. i'm here yeah so even that like is a scary thought and like once i called with my mom and my dad i was feeling better because i could hear their voice you know which yeah not everyone today has the opportunity to as we know unfortunately so i was really grateful i could talk to them and hear their voice and they could calm me down a little bit yeah exactly but it's just so weird because I remember in the park, we were talking about, like, what would we do if it would, like, spread escalate, yeah. or escalate. And it's even more difficult about the situation to think about the situation because we have families in a different country. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, yeah. That's scary. Yeah, and it's also, like, whenever we w were talking about it, it was always, like, there is... It seems like there is no good outcome, mm -hmm. you know? Like... Um, I feel like either like we all go in and help the Ukraine now or Russia takes over the Ukraine and probably won't stop there. And mm -hmm. we were like talking about all the different like possible outcomes and nothing seemed to like not result in a European wide war at least. Mm -hmm. And it was very difficult. And also I was talking, I've mentioned this many times, I'm just going to mention it again. <laughs> but I was thinking because... I feel like when I talk to all of my friends, like most of them are quite worried mm -hmm. and are quite like impacted by this. And I feel like that might have to do with the whole pandemic thing, mm -hmm. because I feel like if this were happening in, I don't know, even just 2019, 
I feel like at that point, we had this mindset of anything that's unimaginable mm -hmm. can't really happen. Like, mm -hmm. we might have been like, mm, it might happen, but nah. Because yeah. I can't, I can imagine being in a war and I can imagine like a world war happening. Mm -hmm. But we were even saying this when we were talking at the park, like, this feels like the beginning of the pandemic when mm -hmm. we were talking about like different things, different ways in which this could escalate. And like, but then we were always like, no, it's not going to, right? But then it did. And like this unimaginable thing did happen and our lives did completely change. Mm -hmm. And we realized that all these things that we never thought were were possible could happen. Like they could lock you into your house from one night to another. They could close everything. You could not go to school anymore. Mm -hmm. So now I feel like we're much more aware of the fact that like just because something seems to be this like abstract, crazy mm -hmm. idea and you can't wrap your head around it doesn't mean it can happen. Mm -hmm. yeah. It can totally happen. So I feel like that's why we're so much more worried than like other times because like why weren't we worried in 2014 for instance mm -hmm. i knew true. about it and i was just like no that that's fine it won't go any further than mm -hmm. that you know what i mean that's true i literally felt like that because even though it's a like a different thing like pandemic yeah. and war, war but it felt exactly yeah. the same i was it really just reminded me of the beginning of the pandemic where i was even excited because um we were at school and then they would say oh so schools are closing so yeah. you're not gonna come the teacher was like oh enjoy this because they had enjoy it. your two weeks mm -hmm. she literally said two weeks but this one thought that it would last longer mm -hmm. because she said they had these carbon vacation something similar mm -hmm. happened uh, many years ago i don't know and they were home for like 14 days or yeah. something like that so she said oh enjoy this it's like never gonna happen again and blah 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 and then so i was happy to go home you know not yeah. having to be at school and stuff and then it just went a lot further yeah. than any of us ever thought exactly and so i was scared because people were dying i was scared for my grandparents because yeah. obviously they're old and and your whole life got flipped mm -hmm. upside down yeah i didn't know what to expect like yeah. this was new to us yeah. and then it's been going on for two years yeah. now who would have thought thank yeah. god nobody told me that in 2020 right <laughs> and who knows how long it's gonna continue going continue. on yeah and so this felt exactly the same like yeah. at first it was also i didn't mention like um yeah it's only in china and yeah, yeah a couple yeah. of cases in italy it's not gonna like come here or yeah. only maybe a few cases yeah, i was and like then, oh at least going into lockdown it's not mm -hmm. gonna happen to us we're yeah. right above italy why wouldn't it happen to us but we yeah. were just it was just this i don't know what it was Na naivete i can't pronounce that word <laughs> but maybe that Naiveness? i think it's naivete but really <laughs> yeah. wow but i've never said that word out <laughs> Yeah, and now I feel like... Yeah, and that's why I'm so skeptical yeah. now. Because it feels exactly the same. It feels so far away. At the yeah, same it's time, so it's close. not that far yeah. away. Exactly. And no one knows. Like, with this also, it depends on basically one person. Mm -hmm. you know? One person who's insane. Yeah, who's gone and crazy. unpredictable. So completely. unpredictable. Because the thing is now that he's like this... Oh, what is it called? Like the animal... Mm, pushed into the corner i don't know how, yeah how you say that and then these animals fight back or not even fight back but like attack the other side because yeah. they're like pushed into this corner yeah and they uh, act unpredictably and because basically the russian president wanted to be this um, praise leader mm -hmm. and he become he has become the opposite whereas the ukrainian president has become this praise amazing leader, leader yeah. that now the whole world admires mm -hmm. um and then he is becoming more and more angry and i'm scared of that yeah because yeah, i also the one thing we haven't mentioned are the nuclear you know the nuclear threats which are a whole new thing and if that happens well i don't even know but that's that's another thing. I feel like the more he's been kind of, um, the more like sanctions we've put into place, the more he's been pushed, gotten pushed in a corner, the more like Ukraine has been fighting back and the more like literally his ego has gotten hurt because that's all this freaking is like him 
having so much pride and wanting to be this mm-hmm. huge power, the more he's like, you know, directly been attacking countries mm-hmm. and threatening um, to attack countries or like all of Europe with their mm-hmm. with his nuclear bombs and yeah. yeah. Another thing is that everyone knows that he doesn't care about anyone else. Yeah. You know, not yeah. Russian people, not his family. I googled it. He has two daughters. Because I googled we talk- it as well. Yeah, because yeah. we talked about that. But you know, like that's the thing he doesn't care only thing he cares about is himself and having this power and money yeah. and these things which is dangerous mm-hmm. that is the most dangerous thing and also like in that regard the what has also really impressed me is the russian people who have gone out mm-hmm. and have protested even like knowing that yeah. they would get beat up or they might get arrested and that is that is really impressive to me. Like it's, everybody yeah. in the European countries going out, and other European countries going out and protesting. Of course, it's also impressive. But, but the huge a, amount no, of people Russian that people we've seen in Russia, people exactly are the bravest now. Yeah, and I'm so um, like humble and what's the word? Um, like I admire them for that so much. Yeah, because. They know how it works in Russia and they know what they're up against. Yeah. But I saw like even mothers with children, Mm -hmm. there are I think six or eight year olds kids that were arrested. Or elderly people. Yeah. Or today the 77 year old grandmother or an old lady. And she wasn't even, I don't think she wasn't aggressive. She wasn't screaming or anything. She wasn't doing anything. She just literally stood there with these signs saying i don't know it was in russian um and she would just stand there and obviously she got an applause for from the other people um people demonstrating but these people are so brave because they know they will be arrested at least that's the like minimum thing you know that and then also seeing past the propaganda Mm -hmm. that is also because we even looked at that in class mm-hmm. and I wanted to finish watching that video, but I didn't. A quite interesting video where they analyzed the way the the war has been portrayed in Russian mm-hmm. media. And it was just crazy to me. Like the the extent to which they just completely changed the story and changed the narrative. Like I I knew there was propaganda, but I didn't mm-hmm. realize that there was propaganda to this extent. Just mm-hmm. like the moderator being like Oh, I wish I was in the Ukraine now. The mar- like the yeah. Russian troops are marching in and the people are so happy to be free. Yeah. The Ukrainians are chanting Russia, Russia, Russia. I wish I could be with them. They're chanting Russia, Russia, Russia. That's insane. And it was crazy to me. It was like, does she really believe that? Or like, what is... like Exactly. Like, Th- those are my questions. Mm-hmm. Like, does she really believe it? Or does she is she just or, scared to go yeah. against the system yeah. or the president or something like that? I don't know but because for crazy. me it's it's so unbelievable. It seems like some story storybook made up. Because yeah, it seems it seems like such a like cliche propaganda mm-hmm. narrative, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's still there, yeah. and some Russians still believe yeah. it. I don't know. We were watching the video because in the news reporting class because we focused journalism. on journalism. Yeah. yeah, journalism also in the structure of the media. But this, seeing the videos and... And she was so happy. She was like, yeah, "Yeah." she was like, I wish I could be there chanting Russia with those people who are now free from, you know, the whole narrative with like the Nazis. Government, apparently. And they're just these heroes that Mm -hmm. are marching in. Now they also banned whatever independent newspaper. They banned the last, yeah, independent media outlet. Which leaves them, I guess, with only the propaganda. Yeah. And it's crazy. And also also just seeing um how little even like the troops know what they're doing. The Russian troops know what they're mm-hmm. doing and the Russian troops want to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, there've been so many um videos or like articles just about like focusing on the Russian troops and how a lot of them number 1 don't really know what they're doing or number 2 really don't want to be there either. So that's an, a whole other thing. And they're out yeah. there giving up their lives for something that they don't even believe in. Um, wh- what do you think about the Europe banning 
Russia today and by what she was doing. <laughs> no, because we talked about that in class. Yeah, the teacher that was asked one of our discussion. A question, a question. What he thinks? What we think about the Europe or is it even EU. the US? It's EU. EU. Oh, EU banning Russia today and Sputnik. Sputnik. Yeah, because which it, I find wild. Isn't that the Russian vaccine? It is. So, like, what kind of big organization is that? If they can produce a vaccine and have a media, like, that's already scary in itself, Mm -hmm. you know? What do I think? (laughs) I don't know. I feel like a lot of people in class brought up interesting arguments. Mm -hmm. Um, I think on the one hand, I don't know how big of a threat the Russian media is to Europe. That's what I was thinking, too. And if it's actually necessary to ban it or if it will do more bad than good. Because one girl brought up the point that it it's kind of proving Putin right. Mm-hmm. You know, like all of the he's like saying, Oh, the West, they're so horrible. They're mm-hmm. trying to like they're they're our biggest enemy basically, mm-hmm. you know, all the Western European country the Western countries and the European countries. And by us banning their media, they basically have something to cling on cling on to and be like, Oh, and he can he can be like, look, that's what I said. Like, look at them mm-hmm. now; they're banning our media. They mm-hmm. don't, they don't even want us to have a voice, so to mm-hmm. say. So that I thought was an interesting argument, and then also like having that like the negative impact that it could have, and then thinking about how much would it really impact us? I mm-hmm. don't know. I'm sure these are powerful organizations that probably have more impact on our lives, like through social media mm-hmm. or what do I know through the internet. You know, it's scary. Mm-hmm. But so they might have more influence over us than we know. Yeah, that's my point. I talked about it but, with my landlord a little bit. Yeah. Because we say that we don't know the impact that it would actually have. But the point is that we're university students. We're talking about this in class. We're like studying it, basically, you know? That's true. So the people that are not, or people that are not like so aware of the yeah. media and that you have to actually like yeah. be aware of I don't what even, you're consuming I, like i i don't want to say stupid people or anything because for me if i didn't study this specifically yeah. I, I wouldn't know about it either here. yeah exactly so people that are just not aware of it or or study something don't else talk about completely it. different mm-hmm. unrelated to media so then maybe it does have That's impact true. but my like counter counter argument mm-hmm. to this is that all of these things just, quote unquote, set the example. That's you know? the thing, and that's the dangerous thing. But that's the similar thing to the war thing because on one hand we don't want violence, but if we or Ukraine if they don't defend themselves, like what is it? You know they have they to don't basically defend themselves. Yeah, that's what I did. You see that sign as well, which it was something like, um, if. If Russia doesn't fight, mm-hmm. um, there's no war. If mm-hmm. the Ukraine doesn't fight, there's no Europe or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I felt like that summed it up pretty well. Mm-hmm. That's a really good yeah. sign. So those are these, like, difficult... Like, with the war, there's no question. They have to defend themselves. Yeah. Because, for one, if they don't, they'll lose their country. And for two, even, like, if they kind of, like, surrender or something russian president is probably not gonna stop there you know so like there's no like we said there's no basically good outcome but with this news things it's it's a really difficult like i don't like banning media yeah but yeah so like we don't know the impact that it has but i find it hard to believe that two russian media outlets Mm -hmm. would be able to overshadow all of the eu yeah media outlets i think it was probably more than um the whoever banded being scared of europeans being misin misinformed yeah but i think it was also another like gesture towards another Russia, sanction you know? so yeah to speak. that would be like my guess yeah. my uneducated, uneducated yeah. guess so yeah that's true that's true that's a really and the sanctions is a whole other thing yeah <laughs> that probably should have happened sooner but yeah it's difficult because it should have happened people are saying it should have happened sooner people are saying it really will only impact the 
Russian people, not、mm-hmm. the elite, not Putin, which again, he doesn't really care about the people. So, will he actually change his behavior? Probably not. But it's still nice to see, like, even like Switzerland. Switzerland. I was going to say, yeah, I'm so、Swiss. proud <laughs>、um, that at least, you know, we kind of gave up. They're saying we're still neutral. We're not. <laughs> But that we went ahead and we joined the EU with the sanctions. So,、mm-hmm. you know, we're doing, I guess, the best we can、mm-hmm. because、mm, we can't be neutral in this situation. So it's nice seeing things like this, at least. Yeah. And also, it. Kind of emphasize like the importance or the the scale t- of this. Yes, exactly. Because even Switzerland that was neutral during World War Two and many other conflicts、yeah. and stayed neutral, and now they're kind of stepping out of this. They condemned Russia. They're joining the sanctions. Yeah, yeah. So we just wanted to kind of talked about this because for me. Like Lauren said in the beginning, we're not any professionals whatsoever. We don't want to this episode episode to be some kind of analysis of the situation, but we just wanted to talk about talk about what it feels like. Maybe even for future reasons to go back to it.、Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I just hope that it won't、mm, like scale up or、yeah. anything. But yeah, we kind of wanted to reflect on that, and maybe、um, because maybe some people might feel kind of a little bit like us,、mm, like not having the right to talk about it or something. I don't know how to explain. Yeah,、that. not being in position to talk about it. Yeah, but like just to know that it is okay to feel to feel the way you feel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, even if you're not directly being impacted, it's still scary. Yeah, and yeah, also just because I mean it's been the main topic for us for the past week, so、mm-hmm. we were like, it, it does feel, it also feels kind of weird、mm-hmm. for this to be such like a dominant thing this、mm-hmm. past week, and then for us to just come on here and talk about、yeah. like fun stuff, fun stuff, or like the minor little issues of being international students、mm-hmm. that seem kind of small compared to this.、Mm-hmm. So we figured, why not give it one episode? Exactly. My question for today is: I want it to be something more light because of what we talked about. And my question is: It came to me this question yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> what was the? No, let me rephrase. When were you at your happiest? Oh my god! In my entire life. Yeah, like a moment that is so prominent, or. Very like highlighting in your life something that you remember that you were really happy. It doesn't mean that the other yeah yeah, yeah that I was super sad.、Yeah. The rest, um, I mean the first thing that came to my mind was, but this is more of a like repetitive thing. But every single like the time that I spend in Italy on working on the farm each summer, maybe that. Cause that's、mm-hmm. like my I don't know that's like where I、no. recharge again for、mm-hmm. the entire year, and it's just I'm away from everything, any problems that I have at home or like in my normal life, so、mm-hmm. to speak. I just forget about it. That's why my friend and I we always have a crisis on our way back. Like last year on our <laughs> way back on the train, like as we were getting closer to our time, we're like, oh no, all the problems are resurfacing <laughs>、yeah. again. Everything's coming back. But those three weeks. That like month basically that I spent there, I'm always super happy because it's just I don't know, especially now with the pandemic even more, because there I don't want to say you forget about it because there's still like mask、mm-hmm. mandates or something, but it's still different,、mm-hmm. like being away from the city, you know, like yeah. it's you yeah you're still able to forget about it a little bit. You don't see the you don't have the COVID announcements everywhere. You just have your mask. You wear it indoors. You live your life.、Mm-hmm. So even more so, like in 2020 and 2021, it's been like an escape for me. Also, like from the pandemic a little bit. Also, being around horses just does wonders for my anxiety, and it just makes me so happy. Like even、um, when I used to horseback riding in 
I want to say Germany, in Switzerland. <laughs> in Switzerland, like, I would be super stressed out because I would have so much to do with mm -hmm. school, with work. And I would be like, oh, I really don't have time to, like, go horseback riding now. But I would have to because it was my responsibility. Mm -hmm. I had to take care of the horse. And as soon as I got there, I would just be fine. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, no, it's good that I went because then I was so stressed before. But now, like, I'm fine. I would be horseback. I'd be like, you know what? All this, all these things that I was worried about, they're not even, it's fine. <laughs> this project, this exam, it's going to be fine. So even just horseback riding in general. But yeah, the, the summers in Italy, I feel like, because it's, it's good people. It's a lot of great food and it's just sunshine and it's warm and We have our occasional trips to like the beach, to the river, and I'm around horses all the time, which just calms me down somehow. Oh, so maybe so that. So nice. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> If you like this podcast and want to support us, share it with your friends. Follow our IG account, let's you the fat underscore podcast, or leave us a review, giving us your thoughts on the podcast. If you want to get in touch, all of our contact information is in the description. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Thank you.